Hello and welcome to the Money Nerds Podcast, where owning a calculator, budgeting your money, and having a net worth is actually cool. I'm your host, Whitney Hansen, and each week I'll be chatting with inspiring people to learn their secrets to financial success. Now let's dive into the show. Hey, if you've been listening to the show and you've been loving the content, loving the guests, and really appreciate all of the work that's happening in the Money Nerds community, then do me the biggest favor and leave a five-star review. If you leave a comment, it tells me exactly who's listening in, what you like, and what you don't like, and all of that feedback means the world to me. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey, Money Nerds, today I'm going to share with you quick tasks that are going to save you time and money later. Now, all of these tasks will range in how long it should take you to complete, but as a whole, each of these should probably take, I don't know, 20, 25 minutes maybe, but they're all very easy to do. And if you haven't done these yet, just go ahead and block off the next couple of weeks and choose a couple tasks per week to go through to make sure you get these done. And I promise it will save you a ton of time and money later on. So let's go ahead and dive into the first one. The first task to partake in is automation, anything automation, specifically your bill pay, your investing and your savings. We are all so dang busy that nobody really has time to remember to pay all the bills and make sure that we're investing in savings and make sure you take your kids to school on time and go to work on time and meal prep and all of the stuff just really wears on us. So that's why it's so important to just automate as much as you possibly can. We want to take that mental capacity away so that we don't have to think about all of the things all of the time. So that's why automation is such a beautiful thing. And it's so easy to do. You can set up bill pay directly through most of the companies themselves. So most of your utility bills can be set up on auto pay directly there. Your investing, I personally do my investing through Vanguard. And so I have an automatic transfer every single week from my checking account to my brokerage account. And then for my brokerage, I need to go actually invest my money, but it's all done automatically and it adds up so dang fast. I remember one year I was doing this and I think I was doing, I don't remember, like 50 or 75 bucks a week. And it was so crazy. Like in a year and a half, I had almost $6,000 and same thing for your savings. If you don't have an emergency fund fully funded yet, you can automate this. So it's just happening in the background. You can automate things like your trip funds, a new car, maybe a house down payment fund. You can automate savings account for I don't know, clothes or shopping or Christmas or holidays or gift giving, you can automate all of this stuff. The important part is that you actually take action and make it happen. So choose a few of these, get your bill pay in order, get that automated if you can, get your investing for sure automated, do not skimp on that. And of course, get your savings automated so that all of this stuff is building wealth for you. It's taking care of you, it's helping you later, and it's saving you a ton of time and money. To do the task of automation, it should probably only take you about 30 to 40 minutes on the high end, and that's depending on how many bills you have. But in general, it shouldn't take very long, so plan for about 30 minutes on your calendar to just go through and automate. Now, the next task that we're going to work on is a little bit of a doozy, but man, it's so important. This is something we all skimp on from time to time, and that is to schedule all of your appointments one day per year. Now, here's the beautiful thing about this. If you do this correctly and you schedule all of your appointments, and then when you leave an appointment or office visit of some type, you immediately just reschedule when you're there for your next visit. You only have to do this one time. So that's kind of the beautiful thing. And if you're not quite sure of when you need to schedule your next appointment, or you're not really sure what your schedule is, 
just get it on the calendar anyways, and you can adjust if need be. But the important thing is that you're taking that action. So here's how this looks. I like to schedule all of my doctor visits. So this would be like your yearly doc visit, thinking through things like just a general checkup, blood work, if you need a gynecology appointment, whatever the heck it might be, just get that on the calendar so that you're doing this general preventative maintenance. And most of your insurances will cover this stuff. So make sure you're getting your insurance benefits at a minimum for some of your preventative care. The other important thing there too is why this saves you a ton of money later is you can possibly catch some of this stuff before it becomes really bigger medical issues. And then it's a ton more money later. And let's be honest, nobody wants to deal with medical expenses or problems in general. So just scheduling all of your doctor appointments so that you can be on top of this stuff and a little bit more preventative is key. The next appointment I like to schedule is my eye exam. So I wear glasses and contacts and I almost missed out my eye insurance through Tony's work. My vision insurance is pretty good and it had a $250 glasses thing. So I could actually get a pair of sunglasses up to $250 one time per year. Now I'm going to be real. I was stressing out last year at the end of the year because I still hadn't used that benefit and I almost wasted $250. So finally I just went in there, scheduled my appointment, got my glasses and walked away. So you better believe that this year I'm being a little bit more on top of this so that I don't miss out on that benefit. And I'm making sure I get all of the benefits that we're paying for. Like why wouldn't you, right? So make sure you schedule your eye exam. You have to do that yearly. Look at when your prescription expires and then go through and schedule that as well. The next one to schedule would be your dentist appointment. If you haven't had a cleaning in a hot minute, it is time, my friend. It is so time. Even if you have to pay out of pocket, getting a cleaning is really an important thing to do. Now, if you haven't been to the dentist in a little while, do know that they will likely recommend x-rays as well. So you'll have to pay a little bit more out of pocket if you don't have insurance. I personally do not have dental insurance. And so it is something that I pay out of pocket. But x-rays and I go every six months for my dentist appointments. And honestly, I go so regularly because I scheduled it in advance. Like that is one of the biggest things. So make sure you schedule your your dentist appointments as well. The next one to think through is your hair appointments. If you get haircuts or hair colors, make sure you schedule those in advance as well and just get those on the calendar. Again, this takes like one day to get all this stuff done. The other type of appointment you want to schedule is any pest control. Maybe you do quarterly pest control. Maybe you need your sprinkler blowout, possibly lawn aeration. I mean, there's a lot that goes into home ownership, but getting that pest control or whatever type of home style maintenance that you do, get that on the calendar as well. The other thing to schedule would be car maintenance. Nobody enjoys this stuff. Nobody likes to go get the oil change. I get it. I don't either, but it is so important. And if you don't maintain your car, then that is going to cost you a ton of money later. So just get that on the calendar, put aside a little bit of money. We already talked about automation. So maybe you can automate some of this stuff, but getting your car maintenance on the calendar is also very important. Another one to think through would be pet visits. So if you have a pet office exam that you need, like my pup, she needs blood work. Uh, She's a senior citizen. So she definitely needs a little bit of extra love and a little bit more attention because she's old, man. So getting blood work scheduled, getting grooming appointments on the calendar, all of that stuff matters so much. The last thing to think through when it comes to scheduling appointments would be accountant visits. So I recommend visiting with your accountant, a CPA, certified public accountant, at least once a year. 
outside of tax time. So yes, you're going to visit your CPA during tax season, but you should also be visiting them outside of tax season for just some general tax planning advice. That's why it's so important to do this. And this can save you a ton of money later, because if you know exactly what your situation's looking like, you're going to be able to do a lot more deductions or credits that are going to help save you a ton of money come tax time. So that's why it's so important to just get that on the calendar as well. All right, let's talk about a fun one. This is planning your weekends in advance. So here's what that actually looks like. Now, if you have a little bit more foresight, you can actually schedule your calendar. So if you have a Monday off due to a holiday, maybe it's President's Day or Labor Day, you can start to plan your schedule a little bit more so you can squeeze more days off from those weekends. Why this is so important is so many of us will wait till the last minute and then we get to a weekend where we're like, sweet, it's a three-day weekend. Let's go away. Let's go have some fun. And everything's booked up. That sucks. Like all the campsites are p- picked over. All the hotel rooms are booked up. The Airbnbs are all blocked off. And you basically just stay at home and kind of get pissed at yourself and go through the same process. But with a little bit of planning, I would say about one hour to two hours, I think this is a slightly more enjoyable activity. So it'll probably take a little bit longer. You can block off your calendar in advance and you can start to plan what you're going to do on those weekend getaways. So here's my personal strategy for weekend getaways that I enjoy so much. So what I will do is I will look at a map, and I will start to jot down cool areas that I think are fun. These are things like hiking, maybe a backpacking trip, things that are kind of more sightseeing-esque, cities I want to check out. I will write everything down in a notebook, and then next to the, the place, like let's say it's Yellowstone National Park, next to Yellowstone, I will write the distance that it would take for me to drive there. So from Boise to Yellowstone, I think it's about five hours, maybe five and a half hours. So I would write Yellowstone National Park, five and a half hours. I would write uh, backpacking in the sawtooths, that's three hours and so on. So once you have all of that on a list, then what you can do is you can look and see how much do you want to drive or what's the, the budget or how, you know, how much can you actually afford to go? And you can start to create your weekend activities based off of your bucket list, so to speak. It makes it so much more enjoyable. And I think it's a ton of fun. And more than anything, when you see how far away it is from you, it helps you prioritize which ones you can truly afford to go see. And ultimately, like how much do you want to spend driving? Like that matters a lot too. And so I think that that activity or that strategy works really, really well and helps you get excited and see a lot of cool places that are close to home and maybe a little bit further out. So if you have a four or five day weekend, then you know you can drive a little bit further and maybe that's where you're going to go to Southern Utah and check out some of those fun national parks or wherever the heck you might decide to go. But when you have it on paper, it's just so much easier to see it and prioritize what's the most important thing. And I think this is the most fun activity from the entire list. So I hope you really do try this and plan some really cool weekend getaways. Now, the next activity that is going to save you time and money is grocery shopping online. I know I talk about this all the time, but I really am such an advocate of it because it saves you so much time and money because money, you're not impulse shopping as much. You're not as tempted when you're going through and looking at the end caps or going into the aisles and finding that random snack that you really don't need, but you went shopping when you were hungry. So it's looking extra tempting. You know what I mean? We all do this. So making sure that you grocery shop online is worth every single penny. 
my own strategy for grocery shopping online is what Tony and I do is we have a, a Walmart. We shop at Walmart quite a bit. And so we will have our app. And when something comes up and we need it, he'll just add it to the list. He does. Tony actually is a lot more on top of that than I am. But I will let him know like, hey, I need some more creamer. We need this. We need that. So we'll add that to our list. And then in addition, we usually do a weekly Costco trip for some other things. But having that Walmart order where it's just every, you know, periodically, like we don't have a set day we used to, but now it's just whenever it's convenient and whenever we have enough items in our grocery cart. So it is like cheaper for the delivery. I think there's like a minimum of $35 or something like that. Then they will automatically just bring that to our house. And typically this happens on a weekend. So it's so nice to just wake up, have your groceries outside, grab them, bring them in, unload them, start your meal prep. It's just a good routine that saves you a ton of time and money. Even if it has a fee for grocery shopping online, I am still a fan of it because what I have seen in my own life and in a ton of my coaching clients' lives it still saves you money to even pay that fee because you're not buying more crap that you don't really need. It is such a great way to go. So please, please, if you haven't tried grocery shopping online, give it a go. See if you like it. See if it's for you. Give it some time. I promise it will totally transform the way you spend money on food. Okay, the next task that will save you time and money later is canceling your monthly subscriptions. This is something that we do need to revisit. I would say every quarter to six months. So every three to six months, pull out your phone. I have an iPhone. So for me, this is a little bit easier. But if you do have an iPhone, what you can do is you can see what subscriptions you're paying for by going to settings. Under settings, you're going to click on your name. It's usually at the very, very top of your screen. It'll say your name, Apple ID, iCloud, media and purchases. Click on that. Click on subscriptions. And then from there, you can see exactly what is being charged to your account. So you can see when things renew, you can see how much you're spending on different items. And this is so important to revisit because so many times those apps will renew, but it doesn't say on your account. Have you ever noticed this on your checking account? It doesn't exactly tell you what subscription renewed. It just says like Apple ID or Apple. And so you don't really know what it is. So that's why you have to do a little extra digging. But the cool thing is from the subscriptions page, when you see all of the different things that you're being charged for, you can cancel directly on there too, which is really great. So that is something where it's one of those things that will probably take you, no joke, 15 minutes. It's very, very quick, but it will save you anywhere between probably 10 to a hundred dollars a month, depending on your spending. It's a really great thing to do and it doesn't take much time, but it does have a big impact. Now, the next task that I want to talk about that saves time and money later is to set your coffee to brew in the morning the night before. Why this is so important is so many of us are running late in the mornings that it's very easy to immediately just run late, run out the door, buy coffee when you get to work, or buy coffee in the drive-thru on your way to work. And coffee is so expensive. As much as I love it, I don't care who you are. That stuff ain't cheap, man. It's about five bucks for a cup of coffee. And that's okay on occasion. It's a nice treat, of course. But if every single day you're buying coffee and the excuse is, I don't have enough time to make coffee at home, set this the night before. Get it all your coffee beans ground, have it ready to go, get it pre-primed and set the timer so that it's ready for you when you wake up. This is one of those things that when I see people that do this often, 
I don't know why, but I immediately feel like they have their life together. <laughs> it's just one of those things where I'm like, dang, you must have your life together if you do that. It's a task that saves you a ton of time, a ton of money, and it's just nice to wake up to. Like it's kind of a little gift to yourself, but maybe that's just me. I don't know. That's one of those things that I highly recommend and I think does save a ton of time and money later. These are just a few of the tasks that I think are really good things to put on your calendar and to work through towards the beginning of the year, the middle of the year, or the end. It really doesn't matter. These are always going to yield the same types of results. So whenever you're listening to this, go through and just make sure that you're going through at least one of these per week so that you are starting to better your financial life and just make your life easier. We're all busy. We all have very limited time. We don't want to spend it trying to pay all of our bills, scheduling doctor appointments, or not even going, never getting to take those cool weekend trips because we weren't prepared in advance, having to spend hours a week grocery shopping and paying for stuff that we really aren't happy with. It's one of those things where you can just block off an hour a week and go through these and you're going to see some major results. These are some of my suggestions. I'd love to learn from you. What are some of your favorite ways that are quick tasks that save you time and money? Is it meal prepping? Is it canceling Netflix and not even having a TV in your house? I would love to hear what your tips are. So please do me the biggest favor. Tag me on Instagram. Let me know that you're listening in. I'm at Whitney underscore Hanson underscore co and share your tip there. I think it would be so fun. And I will definitely shout out a few of these so that we can all learn from each other and be just a little bit better. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm so grateful that you listened to this show and I hope you enjoyed this episode. I will see you next week for another episode of the Money Nerds Podcast. Bye.